we are considering again the visits of the Magi, these wise men that came to visit Jesus at his birth. And I've entitled this Bow Down and Worship Him. And what we see here is mystery, majesty, miracle, and method. The mystery as these men travel from the east following a star to find this newborn king. And right when they find him, they bow down and they pay homage, they worship, they bring gifts, and they recognize a great and mighty king, the greatest of kings is amongst them. They are miraculously helped by this star that guides them, but they also use method to get there, miracle and method, meeting with mystery to bring them before the majesty of heaven. And within it, we see a wonderful dance between God's sovereignty and man's responsibility. God has done everything necessary and possible to enable these seekers uh, to find him. God has this incredible ability to meet us where we are at, to supply us with what we need to find him. I mean, scripture tells us that creation itself bears witness to the glory and the majesty and the truth and the wonder of God. There is enough beauty and glory revealed within creation for everyone to acknowledge that uh, God is the one true God. But uh, God's sovereignty and man's responsibility are like two beautiful dance partners. Uh, Strictly Come Dancing is a big hit in our house and uh, Jean is so often enjoying the dance. I just marvel at what they can do. I'm not a very good dancer at all, but it's beautiful, isn't it, to watch uh, people dancing together as they move together in harmony. It's a thing of beauty. It's a thing of grace and it's a wonder to behold. And what we see as these magi, these wise men, these uh, mystical, spiritual men from the east, as they travel to meet the newborn king of the Jews, we see that beautiful dance being worked out. God is always providing ways to invite us into uh, the dance with him. And the way that God provides for them is they are following an ancient prophecy. That is what most of the scholars seem to recognize. Uh, do you remember the story of Balaam when he was hired to curse the Israelites, but he couldn't stop prophesying blessing over the people of God? And in Numbers 24 and verse 17, this is one of his utterances, his prophetic utterances. He says, I see him but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob. A scepter shall rise out of Israel and batter the brow of Moab and destroy all the sons of Tumult. 
And interestingly, in my Bible I'm reading here, the hymn and the star and the scepter, they're all in capitals, uh, recognizing that it's a messianic prophecy uh, referring to Jesus. These magi, these wise men, they are men of great learning. They are men of great intellect, and they are using that uh, to follow this ancient prophecy. So God has supplied uh, ancient prophecy. God has supplied miraculously this star, this great star that appeared. I mean, a great constellation has just appeared for us uh, as, uh, was it Jupiter and uh, uh, was it Saturn that came together in close constellation? We didn't manage to see it ourselves. We tried to. I probably needed a telescope, but it was a bit too cloudy. But this star appears in the sky, a sign in the sky. These men are astrologers and uh, they're looking to the stars for portents. Uh, what was common in their day was great events would be heralded. They would understand what was happening by the signs in the sky and they they are following this star uh, it leads them to the land of israel and then it disappears and looking for a king they do what you do they head to the capital and they head to the palace uh, but he's not to be found there and as they're redirected the star reappears for them uh, it's almost like it miraculously comes and it's uh, hovers above the place where Jesus is. The scriptures are provided for them in God's providence uh, and the prophecy at out of Bethlehem, the ruler, the shepherd ruler of Israel, the true shepherd of Israel would truly arise. And God provides for his own son. God provides providential care through the great gifts that they bring, gifts fit for a king. And uh, that would have likely been the, the provision and the resource that was used for the Holy Family to flee to Egypt as Herod uh, sought to terminate his life. And also God is at work through prophetic guidance and in a dream they are warned about not returning to Herod and they head home another way. So we see God at work, God's sovereignty uh, behind all the events that uh, are leading and guiding the Magi, the wise men, to come and seek the King of the Jews. But on their behalf, man's responsibility they need a diligence. They need a watchfulness. They need to be constantly watching the skies to see the signs that are going to appear. You know, are we diligent? Are we watchful in these days? So much happening in the world at this time. Are we like those, these magi watching for the signs that can lead us and guide us? Are we like the men of Issachar who understood the signs of the times? Do we recognize the signs in the world right now that show us what God is doing, that God is on the move? We need to be diligent. We need to be watchful. You know, these, these guys are in intellectuals. They're clever. They
they've got a, a, a large intellect. They, they are men of understanding. And God has given us an intellect. God has given us a mind and a brain, and we are to use it. Our knowledge base is important, and it's so important that we keep increasing our knowledge base of God. But we mustn't rely on our intellect alone. Our hearts must be the leaders of our heads. But it's a good thing to have an increasing knowledge of God. Uh, but the knowledge of God we want the most is the knowledge of God, knowing God intimately, knowing God in a love relationship and uh, knowing God personally as our father, as our friend and uh, knowing Jesus as our Lord and Savior. These uh, men, uh, they must be men of some resource. Uh, it's unlikely they traveled. Uh, tradition tells us there were three. Uh, it's unlikely they travel just three on their own. It was likely a large caravan and they would have had considerable resource to uh, fund the trip, not just the trip there, but the trip back. They've traveled a considerable distance following this star. Money, food, uh, animals likely to carry baggage and also to travel upon. We Are we ready to use our resources in our search for God. Searching hearts, so important. A desire, a hunger to go deeper with God and uh, to know him as our king. What's our desire like right now? Are we hungry? Are we thirsty for more of God? Are we hungry enough and thirsty enough to commit the resources we have? Following all, on a star, not knowing where it's going to lead and uh, an obscure prophecy that uh, a ruler is going to appear at some time. You know, are we willing to commit to risk? We live in very risk averse days, I believe, uh, but we need to be risk takers for God. That desire and that hunger and thirst in our hearts to keep us pursuing him and uh, seeking after him with all we've got. You know, they needed to heed the scriptures. The star, if you like, the miraculous provision of God, uh, it needed to be married up with scripture. Like I say, when they found themselves in Israel, they the star appear, disappeared for some reason, and they headed off to Jerusalem. And there they received guidance through the scriptures. Uh, and we come uh, they know through the prophet Micah that it's Bethlehem where this newborn king is going to arrive. And they're redirected to Bethlehem through scripture. You know, we need to be those that are constantly being led by scripture, understanding what God is doing through scripture and interpreting and making sense of all of our experiences through scripture. But they were helped in that understanding of scripture by the counsel of others. The Jewish leaders uh, instructed by Herod uh, were the ones that provided that information from scripture. That it was Bethlehem where they needed to head. You know, who are those that we know and trust we can go to uh, for wise counsel, wise godly counsel in an age 
of such uncertainty. When we're not sure, and these guys were not sure, they didn't know where to go next. Who are the wise counsellors, the godly counsellors that can point us in the right direction? Who are those we know and trust because we know they are people of scripture and they, we know that they're going to uh, advise us through the principles and the truth of scripture. You know, we need that all the while. Scripture is so important. It's so important we dig into scripture ourselves, but also important that we know uh, we have people that can give us scriptural and biblical advice in life. You know, they have a great openness and obedience to the Holy Spirit. They're ready to listen to and pay attention to the dream, uh, prophetic guidance through that dream. And uh, always, always, we need to be opening our hearts more and more to the Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit is saying, how the Holy Spirit is wanting to lead us and to guide us. And uh, if not, they'd have gone back to Herod and Herod would have known the exact location of where Jesus was. But they, they are ready to receive that prophetic guidance from God and his Holy Spirit. Are we ready to be guided by God prophetically? Are we ready for God to move supernaturally in us and through us? And, you know, they they bring these gifts. They've prepared these gifts for this great king. And we need to be people who are ready to release generosity to others. And whatever God has blessed us with, everything belongs to him anyway. Are we ready to release it? and to share it and uh, to use it to be a blessing to others. They were ready to surrender to a superior. And that is what a life of obedience looks like, being ready to surrender to uh, our superior, who is Jesus, ready to surrender and submit to our Lord and our King. They were ready to make the commitment they were ready to pay the cost always we need to be those who remain fully committed commitment is not a popular word in 21st century world people shy away from commitment people are looking for the best and the latest option uh, so many people shy away from commitment but to be a follower of christ we need to be a committed people and we need to be a people willing to pay the cost and a people that counts the cost we need to take up our cross daily and uh, be mindful of the cost of that be ready and willing to pay that cost to bring our lives as daily sacrifices living sacrifices as paul reminds us in romans chapter 12 and as well as having the trusted source of advice and godly counsel and wise biblical counsel, you know, we need to also be open to unusual forms of guidance at time. Who would have thought that Herod would be the one who would lead them uh, to Bethlehem? But, uh, you know, sometimes the Lord can use unusual means to lead us and to guide us. I don't think it's an everyday thing and I don't think it's a thing we should be looking for 
all the while, but it is it is a way that the that the Lord uses here. And so let us be ever, ever ready to explore whatever source God wants to use. God's sovereignty and man's responsibility working together to lead the Magi and the wise men to find the, the newborn king. It's interesting, isn't it, that as they do that, as they head into Jerusalem, all of Jerusalem is in turmoil. All of Jerusalem is stirred up. Herod is disrupted and all of Jerusalem too at the news of this king. The people are probably worried about what Herod's going to do if he knows there's a newborn king. He's, he's not a nice character and uh, he's ruthless and uh, he's violent and he's been known to do great harm and evil. And so I think that's what the people were expecting. Psalm 2 says, why do the nations rage and the rulers plot against the Lord and his anointed? I'm paraphrasing it there. I'm not quoting it exactly word for word. But here we see right at the birth of Jesus, earthly rulers are already plotting against him. Right throughout his life, there is plot and subplot uh, working against the Lord's anointed, working against Jesus, the Messiah, working against the, true, the world's true king until we find all those plots come together at the cross uh, where Jesus is put to death and Jesus dies a sinless death as a sacrifice for our sins. Plots against the Lord and his anointed. But we are those that, like the Magi, like the wise men, want to be those that come and bow down and adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. They rejoice with exceedingly great joy as the star reappears and it shines above Bethlehem. Uh, whether uh, in the starlight they can see exactly where it is I very much doubt that but it certainly led them to Bethlehem and these are men of resource these are men of understanding I'm sure word on the ground would have led them to where this newborn child is maybe the the word of the shepherds uh, gets down to there maybe the shepherds are still uh, passionately telling their story at this later stage but uh, one way or another through method and uh, through use of their own resources and knowledge and understanding they found their way to Jesus and as they enter the home they bow down uh, they prostrate themselves and uh, they worship and their gifts are fit for a king gold frankincense and myrrh are we those that will are ever ready to prostrate ourselves to bow down to fall before our king to worship means to kiss the feet are we those that will kiss the feet will we bow down in humble uh, reverence and adore jesus our king so i want to encourage you with those uh, words this morning let us always be ready to come and adore him let us be those that are willing and ready to be caught up in that beautiful dance uh, of all the sovereign ways that God provides uh, for us and protects us 
and but also be willing to submit and surrender our lives and our possessions and our resources in our quest to know him ever more deeply. Uh, God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.